Welcome to Sword and Board. I'm Luke. And I'm Lars. This is an attempt to watch and rank every fantasy movie ever made. And this us with us this week, we have a special guest. Um, probably the human being most responsible for us being the shattered wrecks of humanity that, com- that you listen to. And by extension, the person most responsible for this podcast, uh, our dad, William. How Hello, are you doing, Dad? Everyone, <laughs> and thanks for the introduction. There, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really know what all that was about, but uh, I thought it was all funny. Right. Right. It was yeah. very uh, deep on very on deep. brand. Very, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, that's that's your brand, Lucas. That's your brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, thanks, thanks for inviting me for this. You're welcome. Thank of you course. for coming on. No, yeah, uh, we wanted so, to do uh, something special for episode ten. Yeah, Lucas, yeah. how was uh, how have you been? I've been pretty good. Um, we went out of town last weekend, went to North Alabama, which was nice. Any, any more lions. adventures in jamming and jellying? or? No, no. I baked a loaf of bread right before the uh, we started recording. That's That was my excitement. All right, so yeah, I... <laughs> I, I am... This is a big fantasy night for me. So not only are we talking about three fantasy films, um, I am also participating in a fantasy football draft at the same time. Um, so if you hear me like groan or get really excited throughout the podcast, it's not because these movies were that great or that bad. It's just that I um, am losing your draft picks and or he's winning. Not paying attention. Right. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, so Dad, how was your week? It was outstanding. Uh, Mom and I had uh, had a nice weekend. We uh, we actually planned to clean all the glass in our house. We washed all the windows inside and out, and it's amazing how all of a sudden the sun comes through. <laughs> but uh, no, that, it was nice. Washed okay. washed my uh, my little Miata sports car. Clean that. We're getting ready for little Eleanor's birthday coming up. Eleanor, how do I? Who is this? Ele- what? Who? <laughs> do I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's that's so my mom, little girl. Mom has very, um, very big plans for Eleanor's birthday, her second birthday. So cool. we were uh, uh, making some some outdoor festivity plans. Um, I think you're going to be excited. But, uh, cool. We had a really nice time doing that. Cool. Awesome. So, Dad, you, um, you know, first-time caller, long-time listener, um, and I was going to say, how about you do the honors? We each picked a movie yeah. for this, this episode, and Dad, we'll, we'll throw it to you. My, uh, my selection was uh, Prince Valiant. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. It was made in 1954. It's your kind of your stock, not really sword and sorcery, but uh, just a fantasy, a fantasy movie that, based on a Hal Foster comic strip that I read, that's still running. Oh yeah, it's 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 amazing. Um, the the artwork in the in the comic strip is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's it's an interesting comic strip in that it doesn't use the word balloons. Typically, it's just words written underneath the strip but the artwork is incredible yeah but it, it was it was made in a different time aren't most movies yeah i mean i suppose <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, you really think about it like every well, movie that, is in that, a different that's, that's time like true. like this is a different that's time and this is a different time right. this is a different but it was time. you know it was made in like 1954 okay. so yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. that kind of there weren't even time. people alive yes, exactly. then I, the thing that i noticed is it's 
Well, Robert Wagner in it is is Prince Valiant, which that's just great. He's he's amazing yes. oh. in everything he does. It's campy, but it's not it's not overdone. It's interesting because we've watched a lot of movies on this, and most of them are bad. And there's a certain element of uh, not campiness, but it felt like I was watching a movie. There was no sense of hyper realism. It wasn't. Oh, yeah. gritty there wasn't yeah. like an attempt to make it be like this is the real world and shoot perfect photorealism the sets look like sets the swords look like prop swords and prop shields and i think that's what and that, i love that's it. what i meant by in a different time because it was made you know it, mm-hmm. it wasn't campy because you know campy wasn't Mm-mm. decided till later on i mean this was just right. right this was this was how movies were made and it was uh i don't know with like there's real horses and there's exactly. real people Riding and the horses, the, and, and all the jousting, had, and had horns on their helmets, and it was awesome because <laughs> in 1954, every Viking That's had what you horns knew. on their helmets. So, right. I mean, it was right. awesome. Uh, there's the thing that I, I well, what's what's the plot? What is the plot of the movie, Dad? Okay, so so, so it's 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 Prince Valiant. It's a guy that's born to Viking parents who wants to go to Camelot to become a knight of the round table, basically. And mm-hmm. he travels to Camelot. So he travels to Camelot, isn't it? Like, you know, he his parents are in exile. Like, so he's in exile from right. his Viking exactly. land. And he goes to Camelot to become a knight and, like, earn his, his honor, but then also to basically try to, like, go back to defeat yes, the bad exactly. guys. Right, exactly. So he, he gets uh, to Cam- on his journeys through Camelot. He you know he he discovers a uh, the Black Knight and he falls into into that and he um, uh, what's the deal with the ring? It was his oh, dad. Right. His, his dad. So his dad get, it was like if you if you see yeah. this, this means that you know that they're yeah. telling and, the and truth. It, it's amazing how it follows the comic strip that the comic or not the comic strip but the uh, the uh, comic strip in the in the Sunday newspaper he had a ring with a horse on it and it, it he always knew mm-hmm. that if he saw the ring that that person was uh, was a good person he could trust him right so he goes back to Camelot and or he goes to Camelot I should say he gets injured and on the way on the way to Camelot I think or no, not on the way. Like, what did Camelot? He he finds. A... Did, it, did you guys watch yes. the movie? <laughs> I did. That's why I picked it. That's why I picked up because I, I was, you know. Because, goodness. Okay, All right, goodness. yes, please ramble goodness. on. <laughs> ramble okay, on. Please, we ramble every week. Rambling is is a is a. Uh, God. No, I. He he goes to Camelot. He he's he's going to Camelot, and he meets Sir Gawain. On the way, yes. And Sir Gawain is a knight of the Round Table, and he meets him because um, the Black Knight, had, you know, he has fought the Black Knight accidentally, and Sir Gawain discovers him. And uh, does he? I think he dehorses him. He throws a rock right. at he his head. Throws a rock at his head and knocks him <laughs> off. And then Sir Gawain, you know, of course, who is uh, Sterling, Sterling Hayden? Hayden. That's yeah. right. Sterling the, Hayden. He was the the general from. Um, oh yeah, Strange Love. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he goes to Camelot and he and he um, he goes to King Arthur and he presents himself to the court and says that he wants to become a knight of the Round Table and of course King Arthur says, well you can't really do that uh, without becoming a squire to a knight. So Sir Gawain. 
Sterling Hayden says, well, I'll take you on and train you. And then the bad guy that you don't know really is the bad guy, but of course everyone knows he's the bad guy. James, yeah, he's James, James Mason. Mason. Exactly. Uh, says Whose name I still don't remember <laughs> in the movie. I think it's, uh, I was just calling Sir, Bur- Sir Breck. Yeah, yeah, Sir Breck. Breck. I was calling him the whole time Evil Von Black. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, but I it, don't remember. It, but it's it's uh, James Mason, the perfect voice right. for a for, you know for a Black Knight. Says, well, no, no, no. Agreed. I want to take him on. I want to take him on. No, 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 no. Sir Gawain says, I'll take him on. So he finally, um, King Arthur says, Sir Gawain, you take him as a squire. And then all of the love interests start to happen. And this is very 1954. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Janet, Janet Lee. Lee. Oh wow. Is uh, of is psycho the fame. blonde, right? Alita, mm-hmm. and I, I forget the dark-haired uh, actress's name. That's the um, the other love interest. There's a twist be- between Sterling Hayden thinks that Prince Valiant is in love with. The dark-haired girl. It's a Three's Company exactly. episode. Yeah, it's a three. Yep. It, it, <laughs> three's it, Company's episode. If we're we're in, and what I mean by that is that take five minutes to sort everything out. Yeah. And every like, oh, okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. That was all it, a big it, misunderstanding. It was just a little communication. Just stop talking. Just yeah, a little. Exactly. Just stop. <laughs> Let's stop. What I thought was amazing, just to pause for one second, is when he when he falls in love with the blonde. Oh yeah. She he is wounded on a bed, and he looks up and he sees her, and she's haloed a by. It's a the, She's a ha- haloed by the the chandelier, and it's meant to look like she's meant to look angelic. Oh yeah. The chandelier is the most demonic looking <laughs> chandelier I have ever seen, and it's spiky and it's on fire and so we both victoria and i both kind of just oh god why is it like that please stop and it keeps cutting back to it and it doesn't look beautiful but that's probably you know being 50 you know it's me looking at it 50 years later it just looks horrifying continue i'm sorry so (laughs) there's a love interest i didn't realize i had to tell the entire movie here you don't so Prince Valiant decides he's going to go out and find where the uh, the Black Knight is. So he's riding right. around. How do, does he find out where the Black Knight is? Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> no, so, I, this no, this so, has thrown me so. here. I didn't realize I needed to do it this way. You don't. You don't have to. You don't. You don't think it. Just a just simple plot. It's the guy. He <laughs> trying to get his honor. He goes to Camelot. He has some adventures. He falls in love with a woman. The Black Knight turns out to be King Arthur's right hand man. Prince Valiant gets basically framed for something. He decides to come back and fight for his honor and ends up killing. Uh, Perry Mason, killing killing Slygon, killing the killing the evil Viking, and killing James wait, Mason. It, because is it, Perry, is it Perry Mason or Jer- James Mason? James, James Mason. Mason. Perry Mason is the lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's right. very make, different. Make sure movie. you include that. I bet, that's really good. I bet. You, I bet you James Mason would be a good lawyer yeah, too, true. though. He's got. I mean, he, uh, he was in. The, he he was a lawyer in that movie with. Um, oh yeah, he was. Paul Newman and yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, but that's me, either I mean, the verdict. Thinking, thinking back, I, I absolutely loved this movie as a kid because mm-hmm. the music was great. It was it was awe inspiring. You know, sometimes I even hum the music. I, I mean, I think about it in my head because it's implanted there. Right. I love the fact that during the whole course of the movie, Robert Wagner, it was like early parkour. He was he was jumping and leaping yeah. oh, everywhere. Yeah. 
like Errol Flynn. Yeah, it was crazy. It was even better than Errol Flynn. I mean, the the one mm. scene when he was trying to hide in the castle and he leaps into the it's into the, into the, the curtain. curtain and folds himself up. Yeah. that was awesome. Well, and the the, the sword. sword fight. The, oh my God, that goes on forever. To me, the sound of the of the of the swords clanging against each other. I mean, mm-hmm. I can remember that as a kid, you know, watching this thing. It was incredible. And mm-hmm. the fact that when they were beating each other with these swords, the shields Their kept shields getting get beat so up. Warped. They were beat up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that was something that blew me away was because the whole movie's pretty pretty level-headed and then right at the end they're wailing they, on each other they, and he starts beating with a oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so he's beating him with they, they, they look like garbage can yeah, lids. At the yeah. End, they were crazy <laughs> but to me yeah. it was a it was a good guy versus bad guy good guy mm-hmm. wins at the end marries the the blonde-haired goddess 1954 movie that that, i mean that's really what mm -hmm. it was i think yeah i like i was really impressed because it was it was campy but it wasn't campy because everything still played straight completely absolutely played straight yeah oh yeah absolutely i just because it's just everything looks looked like a set and i everything looked like a movie was being made and i appreciated that especially especially his hair yeah oh god (laughs) yeah oh yeah god Oh, yeah. I uh, something I thought was really funny is that he obviously he doesn't need to sword fight anyone. He just needs to start throwing people off of buildings. Oh yeah, because he was really good at that right at the end. Oh, like yeah. he spends most of his movie, any kills he gets, anything like that, are I'm either gonna throw a rock at a, at a, at a knight on a horseback, oh, yeah. or I'm gonna, just gonna throw them off the building. And it, it that was the first time I had ever realized that they had giant pig bodies full of oil that they would cut. Oh god. And flaming oil would pour down on people. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a, as a, like a nine-year-old, I'm watching this, going, "Oh my mm. god, uh, that's <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was horrible. that was a, but that was a great like again. There, we've seen so many movies, Dad, this during this this endeavor <laughs> that you know it's it's very clear that they had ten people that they could film at one time. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. And you know, when you look at movies like this, it's like, wow, there were that was a lot. Well, There's a lot of extras. Back, there were people. Exactly. There were... This is this is back in 1954, and they were trying to to keep actors employed. Yeah. Right. And, well, I mean, think about this. How many cows had to die to make the horns for all of the Viking helmets? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh... Um. No, I liked Man, it. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 absolutely. This was, this was a really solid one. Well, good. absolutely. So, do, do you want to do a sandwich then, Lars, and talk about your movie, and then we can talk about mine? Sure, <laughs> sure. Now, here, here's mine. So we, when, when thinking about fantasy movies, you know, Prince Valiant very clearly fits that yeah. bill. But one that probably doesn't fit the bill all that often, but is definitely within that fantasy. There's, there's know. a little bit of magic-ish. There's a little bit of a hidden world. It falls under, under that kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My movie was Twilight. oh and so so twilight um for those not in the know it's it's garbage but it's a it's a series of was first a series of books that were then made into a series of movies for high school Um, girls they are they're designed for high school girls and i knew a lot of other people that read them too but during their heyday i mean you know they're young adult novels and they kind of really kicked off that whole young adult it it was trying to ride it was yeah it was trying to ride the harry potter thing 
at the same time the the Hunger Games was, and it went in a different yeah, tack. Yeah, so it's about vampires and werewolves and all this kind of stuff. So I'd never seen this until till we watched I'd it. I never. No, I had never seen it before, but I knew about it. I knew all the stuff about you, you, it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, you had never seen this until this? Yes. Until this. Really? Yes. You'd never seen them? No. You'd, no. Wow. Because I had actually nope. seen all of them. Really? You've seen all of the yeah. Twilight movies? I had actually seen all the Twilight movies. Oh, my God. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you cut this out, Lucas. <laughs> nope, nope, this no, is staying no, in. No, no, this is a hundred percent staying in. That's actually that's actually going to be the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm no. I'm thinking the same thing. I've actually seen all five of them. Wow. Yeah. No. Um. The thing was, I watched this. wasn't bad. No. It was not. It, maybe not the maybe not the best movie I've ever seen, but wasn't bad. No. You you gotta. It really it really wasn't. Figure out what you measured against. We've got plenty to measure against. Um. <laughs> It was a little bit slow and a little bit plotting, but it kind of worked in like a, a teen drama way. It, it, it oh, on my notes, yeah. it was a lot of talking. Yeah, a there, lot yeah, of yeah, talking. you're right. You're absolutely I feel right. like I remember a lot of the discourse when it came out was that Christian Kristen Stewart was a terrible actress and all that. And no, she's great. She's great in this. Uh, it's Robert Pattinson that's the worst. Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson is. is uh, mid- I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I've never seen so much angst. And smoky eye shadow in my life. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I, don't, I don't know about that, Lucas. I, I think, and maybe for me, I'm colored by I've seen Robert Pattinson in other movies yeah. since, and he's actually a pretty no. I'm I know he's a pretty good actor. Um, I just think he's insufferable in this. I think everybody's insufferable. In this. Granted, but um, and the first and the first so, time I see the dad vampire and realize he was in oh, yeah. what was the movie where um, oh shoot he was he was the he was can't hardly wait. Yes. He was, oh uh, God, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, at first, I saw him. Like, oh my God, you're kidding me. Yeah. Um, so if, again, for those that don't know, this is it's a movie about a girl that moves to Washington State. Um, her mom is some sort of trippy dippy hippie. Married to a baseball player. Married to a a, uh, a minor league baseball player. And so she goes to live with her dad that she hasn't really seen for a long time. He's the sheriff of where's the town uh twin forks or forks or something like that very very gray blue town yeah right yeah very very gray blue town i mean it looks it looked like a real movie there were actors and actresses in it there was actual music there were things that happened Um, actual high production values yeah making the movie i mean it was Absolutely. I will. So right off the bat, okay. So first A to B plot. Bella is the new girl at school. Um, she falls in love with Edward, who is a vampire, longing eyes and glances and looking at them for the next hour and a half. There's some sort of fight, and then they end up in love. That's kind of how. It, that's the 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 basic thing in the movie. Right off the bat, though, I knew that something was really weird when everyone in this high school was super nice to the new kid. Oh, yeah. that was weird. Like that—that that was weirder than vampire stuff. I remember just the new kid not necessarily be not being mean to them. Just they were just a ambivalent. Person. Yeah, they're just they're just they're there. And like she comes in and everyone is wants to be her best friend. She's you know a bunch of the guys are asking her out to the prom or whatever the dance is. Um, they're just it was just weird. And then you could definitely tell that it was written and it was based on a book because like characters would come in and like oh hey I'm Mike and like pause. Yeah. So it would let the audience like 
oh yeah, that's that, that's not what I pictured him to look like, but okay, that's what Mike looks like. And then like Anna Kendrick's character, like, hey, I'm blah, 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 whatever her name is, and pause and like smile. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, now I get to like, oh, I didn't think that she'd look like this. Oh, whatever. It was so book-like. Mm-hmm. And it was so, it was stretched out like they knew they were going to make more than one of them. So they were, they were stretching the story out yep. to fill mm-hmm. in, you know, like the the whole movie, the first the first one. It actually could have been like a twenty seven minute movie. Yeah, but they they, they could have just not made it. In. One. Yeah, but yeah, the, they had, but you're right. You're right. They, 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 they had to fill it in. Yeah, but if they didn't make the movie, they would have left all that money on the table, That's, and that I, that just wasn't going to happen. Exactly. You know. But again, like uh, again, it's, it'd be easy for us just to trash this movie and how stupid it is and how just boring and all this kind of stuff. But there are actually some pretty neat stuff oh, in it. Yeah. There's subtle vampire things that are actually pretty cool. Like he, they're in the lunchroom and she drops like an apple yep. and he like kicks it and like picks it up and it's yeah. it's really quick. But it's like, hey, that that was quick. And because you know that he's a vampire, like hey, that he's that's really and the quick. Tr- and the whole truck thing when he stops the truck, yep. yeah, before she also pretty cool. He's like, wow, how quick he was. was yep. Yeah, that was really cool. I, I I remember laughing when he he says, "You got to see what I am." And he takes his shirt off, and he's in the sun, and he starts twinkling, and he says, "This is the skin of a killer." While there's <laughs> twinkling going on. So the sparkles, I I didn't mind it because if you're going to make a movie about vampires in high school, then you have to be able to be in high school, right? Like you yeah. can't be in this weird high school that only meets at night. Mm-hmm. Like everybody would be like, oh well, obviously you're a vampire. Why can't you go to school like, during mm-hmm. the day? So the you know the the fact that it was and it's more played out in the book because I, I dad you watched all the movies. I read the first book. Really? <laughs> oh, I didn't. I yep. didn't read it. Oh, it's the thing. It's awful. It's I mean the <laughs> really? the, the movie is is heads and shoulders better than it yeah wow yeah 100 percent. so you know I, I knew that they were going to sparkle and, and you know and, and in the book they kind of had built it up that you know that that whole we only go out at night we kind of had we spread that around like that was yeah right that was our way to you know yep. throw the throw off the scent basically okay that makes sense like again if like as far as a story element that's fine and did lucas didn't you say something about max landis about who wait max landis is a part of this no, oh no, 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 no! I heard it. somebody was talking about this where it, it's how do you kill a vampire? Like Max Landis asked his dad, John Landis. He was, I guess, he was right. He was trying to crack a story. He's like, you know, how do you kill a vampire? And John Landis said, however you want. It's you. You're making this up. Yeah. Like, it's it's how you want to do it. So the fact that they were sparkly vampires, I was all right with it. Yeah. I was not all right with most everything else. But yeah. I was all right with that one. That that part wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, another big improvement is that there's actual villains. <laughs> <laughs> there's the book. No, so like on page 350 of a 400 page book, the bad guys finally show up. And in that big fight that they have at the end, yeah. yep. she passes out and then wakes up back in the hospital. And that's where you come back in with her from in the story. You skip over the entire fight. So kind of like Bilbo at the, at, at the end. Of so the there's Hobbit. nothing that happens in the book. Ugh. Because for me, the whole baseball game thing was so weird. I, I just, <laughs> I'm like, really? I, 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 I yeah. don't get that. Yeah. That that one that one threw me. 
Yeah. I uh, yeah. I just remember, I remember it being very like people complaining about well, complaining about it because people complain about stuff that teenage girls like a lot. Oh yeah. Like that's 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 the cultural thing. Like my little and, I, and, and yeah. Or and yeah, and there's there's lots of things that are really there's there's some good stuff in this. It's not great. I don't know oh, if yeah. I'll ever watch it again. I may want to watch the other movies. Well, like I'll probably I said, will. I, I, I watched all. Oh, I we are. All we're gonna have to watch. I know. Them, I know. We're gonna have to watch them now. I know. We've <laughs> yeah. we've shot ourselves in we the foot with this. We have to watch all of them. Oh God, I hate you. I hate you so much. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> no, I just I remember that like the the like, oh this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm like, man, this isn't even the worst movie I've seen this month. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. No, no. No. That was. It was fine. It was. I tell you what. One thing I really liked, and it's really weird. The beginning of it, when she comes to see her dad. I love the truck. Yeah. I love her. that truck. Oh my god. Yeah, the truck mm-hmm. was great. The truck was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. anybody I, would give you that truck. Yep. What I Elizabeth wanna... Elizabeth said that even three thousand year old vampires can have angst. <laughs> <laughs> she thought that that was pretty great. This whole movie um, was blue and gray and angst. Just blue and gray and angsty Full of angst. and and yeah, so much angst. But it still looked like a movie. There was there were actually things that happened yeah. in it. So something I um, would have changed just because I, I have seen too many movies. They telegraph it very early on that it's that there's evil vampires there and they, they keep cutting to people dying. They should have actually like hidden that there were, were was another group of vampires, and it should have been like, oh, maybe, maybe Edward and well, like, and uh, like the Cullens. The whole, the whole backstory where there were the in, the Native Americans with you know with the with the werewolves is that you don't really know that's going to happen until later on. And yeah, yeah. The long hair and no, and yeah. There's there yeah it was this was okay. Yeah. And there was a lot uh, of talking. again it there was a, a lot, lot of, of talking. talking and a lot of like most most vampire movies they're not about like it's not love they're very like lustful they're very right. sensual you know it's it's yeah. you know the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula movie is you know there's orgies and True Blood was pretty graphic you know yeah. with all the stuff so it was very jarring to then be treated to a vampire movie that was pretty Chased. sexless. Yeah. Chased. Well because the woman's a Mormon. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm the only one that has seen all of them. I can believe it. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, All right, so. Uh, so we're talking about Time Bandits. Mm-hmm. I remember watching this and loving this as a child and thinking it was really cool and funny. And I mm-hmm. remember the last time I saw this was about 20 years ago. Watching it as an adult, this is one of the strangest fucking movies I've ever watched. I love it still, but it's just hard to describe how weird it is without, you know, actively watching it because it's ter- it's Terry Gilliam. I wrote down in capital letters, it's just, it's surreal. Yep. It's just, yes. you can't get your head around it. There's so much, so many weird things. There's so many plot things the movie, going on. Yeah, plot of the movie: average, an average kid, an average British kid named Kevin, whose parents don't really understand him, likes to read, is kind of a, is a very smart, brainy kid. All of a sudden, six dwarves fall through the door. Fall <laughs> little through his, people. Little people. Yeah, I'm sorry, little people fall through the door of his, um, his bedroom, his bedroom uh, closet. His wardrobe. And they're being chased by the supreme being, and he follows along with them, and it turns out that they're traveling through time because they've got a map through with all the holes in time, and they're use, they're going to use it to get rich. And they bounce back and forth between various periods in time. 
and by various various periods in time, it's a handful of them. All the while, they're being chased by David Warner, who's the uh, the supreme evil, and then there's a supreme being as well, who's I can't remember who plays him, but they bounce between God. Like, it's actually played by God. Richardson. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Ralph, Ralph Richardson. Um, oh, thank you. They go to um, the Napoleonic era, and they find Ian Holm is uh, who's is Napoleon, <laughs> and they watch a weird puppet show. And something that we noticed is that the puppeteers just die, and there's no explanation given. I think like, a lot of people just died then. Well, no, I... he, he gets shot. He, like, you hear a gunshot, and he falls over, and there's no explanation to, as to who kills him, or why he's killed, or is he just he just dies. He just gets shot. I had a question about this real quick. What's up? Not, the, not, not that, but Napoleon. Yep. When doing a time travel movie, yep. how do you pick the time periods? Because Napoleon shows up in Bill and Ted as well. Yep. But then they also did Robin Hood yep. in this one. Like, why did they pick these time periods, do you think? Because there's some humor to be gained from it. Because in like Napoleon was not the cultural thing that everyone is. Napoleon was short. There's a Napoleon complex. There's you know all these mm-hmm. things. But that comes from he's measured. He was like five seven or five six something like that in the French inch at the time, which is actually mm-hmm. a much larger than the the English inch at the time. So he was actually above average in height. You know, it's interesting you, mm-hmm. interesting you say this because in my notes watching this movie, I wrote down this was the Napoleonic part of it was a long, short joke. That's yes, all it was. Absolutely. It was a long, short joke. I don't know if there's an answer to it, but I just, I, I've always thought it was interesting. Like, why, yeah. you know, in the scope of human history, why did they go to Napoleon and not Alexander the Great? You know, why did they go to the Titan? You know, why did they end up on the, and you know, on the Titanic and and not the Lusitania or the Hindenburg or whatever the, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's because they're they're vaguely famous disasters. I mean, not that Napoleon was a disaster, but. I mean, the Titanic was, and it's one of those things you can point to and like, oh, okay, they're back in time. Yeah. And I think it's this, it's the same <laughs> way with when we were talking about Sorcerer's Apprentice. So there's the the chain of Merlin, you know, kind of thing. It's a we yeah. can point to that. Um, I uh, I'm blanking. I'm I blanking. Ta- I'm I tell you, the... oh. I watch this one too, everybody. That's okay. <laughs> yes. um, the, 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 <laughs> the the little people, I love them. They were nasty. Yes. They were nasty little men. They were just yeah. Like well, and nasty. weren't they? They were in charge of. They were in charge of trees and they shrubberies. Were, that's but they what got I wrote down. They were in charge the of trees department. and shrubbery. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, little little call. Little call back there. I loved how beer. I mean, it's very Terry Gilliam, but I loved how bureaucratic God was. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, he's very. Yes. And, and that obviously bleeds over into Brazil. Oh, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. But just how you know, even those little early seeds were were there, and that's what. Yeah, what God is. Um, I love that bit when they the... they go back to when they 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 hop out of um of the Napoleonic era with all their their loot that they have have stolen, <laughs> and they go to Robin Hood times, and I'm Robin Hood is good. Put... jolly good, I'm jolly Robin good. Hood, I love that he's just a complete fop and he's this this milk toast anything, and the rest of his gang is terrible, awful They're people, horrible. and, the and guy, every time the guy he hands with the fist. Yeah, every time he hands hands a piece of, of loot over to a poor person, he punches him. Do you have to do yeah. that? Like, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, okay. And and you know the look of it too, like it's it like the punch is like oh. sped up somehow, oh, yeah. Yeah. and like the 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 sound effect just sounds weird. Uh, mm-hmm. So good. And the fact that no. Kevin 
has a Polaroid camera and he takes Polaroid photos of everything because mm-hmm. in that Polaroid camera I had one of those that particular brand of Polaroid I had that camera and I remember <laughs> taking pictures of that and it, it's amazing that he was going through time and nobody really even said anything he's taking pictures and even <laughs> he sh- when Sean Connery no, looks at him yeah he showed him to Agamemnon yeah I love that Sean Connery shows up when they when they were filming that when they wrote the script, they actually planned to make him Sean Connery. They wrote that in the notes as Agamemnon, hopefully played by Sean Connery. <laughs> well, it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, like he takes the helmet off like, oh, that's, yeah, you couldn't, couldn't have yeah. gotten a better one. No. And the, um, David Warner, the, the bad it's, guy. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. All of his, all of his minions, they're covered in plastic <laughs> sheets. That are nasty plastic mm-hmm. sheets, like like plastic covered minions. It it was yeah. It was it was very reminiscent. Of, you know, I'm sure they travel that into into Brazil. The whole yeah. kind of right. Know, that, the whole kind of thing. It just looked horrible. It really did. Yeah. There's there's images in this movie that I I remember from watching when I was a little kid. And the probably the first one is the giant coming out of the water in the time of legend. I know. I did like not the, remember that. Ship. In the head. I, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was incredible. I love how right yeah. at the, like the last half of the movie just kind of goes off the rails, <laughs> and they start throwing <laughs> random things at you. Yes. So there's that one, and then the other big image was them in the cages. Yes, into the maze. The maze. The maze, and then when they're stuck in cages, and they're like they're they're yeah. swinging, leapfrogging, kind of out. Yeah. Yeah, that I remember. I remembered that, that vividly. Creepy. The only thing that I remember was. Um, when he wakes up in his bedroom, because it may or may not have all been a dream, and the house is on fire, and he gets out, and in the microwave is a piece of evil, and he screams <laughs> at his parents, don't touch that, that's evil. It's pure evil! And, and they touch it because they're saps, and well, they blow up. And, you, you and know, the movie ends. At the beginning of this, Lucas, you said it was a little boy that his parents didn't understand him, but he wasn't living in the real world. That This whole thing wasn't filmed in the real world. No, no. It was this counter, I don't know, you know, whatever, where all this furniture was covered in plastic. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. they were watching that that game show on TV that it was... Didn't they kill somebody? You bet your, not you bet your life, I forget the name of it, but it was... But it was like... Yeah, exactly, where if you don't get the answer right, they kill you. And they were just mm-hmm. sitting there watching it. And the final bat, like the the last battle when they they go th- when the the dwarves all go through time and start picking people up throughout throughout time to fight the bad guy. Those are all his toys. Yeah, like it, you see, there like, were Legos everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it was actually what he had on his desk. Right, right, right. So you're looking at it like, wow, did this really happen, or mm-hmm. you know, was it a dream? Except that it couldn't have been a dream. It was just. Where he lived, it, it yeah, wasn't living <laughs> where we did. And because the firefighter, because the firefighter who at the end of it who saves him is is Sean Connery, absolutely, and which also ad lib by Sean Connery. And and the supreme being to me, he was so English. It was like the def- <laughs> the definition of English. Everything was just it oh was yeah perfect. Yep. No, being dead is no excuse for lying down on the job. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
honestly, I wish that there had been more time banditing. Yep. Yeah. I wish that there had been more, like, because there's a big chunk of the movie, not a big chunk of the movie, but, you know, that, that time in Agamemnon's, it goes on a little long. Yep. And you, and you, and you and I know that it's because, hey, he finally found a dad that, yeah. at Gets least, him. you know, you know, looks at him. But I wish that there had been more time, like, them, like a montage, you don't have to have a montage, but a montage would have been nice of them, like, you know, walking, almost like, you know, the... The Scooby Doo, yeah, 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 thing where they come in out of doors and going through different places like, in the map. Yeah, yeah that's, yes, well, that's what I, I would have liked to have seen right. that. I agree. I think it was money. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, there probably was not because a lot I, I of money they spent, funding they this spent thing. Way too much time with um, Napoleon. Yep, it was that was and a with... long. I mean, it was it, you yep. know, it was funny, but then it kind of got yeah. Okay, let's let's move on. I get yeah, it. Right. We we get it. I get it. But. Uh, I love this movie. Yeah. 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 This is 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 great. This is just, it's weird. I mean, the the ogre, I mean, come on. It it was great. Lillian Hellman playing the ogre's wife. She was wonderful. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Didn't he like he hurt his, like he had a crick in his back? Yeah. That that was just great. And it was just these little subtle things. But they could have, they could have compressed it some and and had more, Mm more, um, more banditry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just, and, but I, I also can't. I can't fault a movie that has that this much imagination to no. it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of movies that that we'll watch. We watched one today <laughs> tonight yeah. for this. Yeah, with Twilight, with Twilight, where it just that movie felt kind of soulless. Yeah. A soulless cast. It didn't cast really have like an imaginative spark. This it has way too many ideas, and that's and fine. I'll, I, I'll, I'll take way too many than not enough. Yeah. I would love to take this movie and take the the 1980s synthesized music out of it. <laughs> and put a really a really good score in. How dare you? Oh my god! I mean, if I could just really clean up the music. Well, I I know that they're that um Taika Waititi is apparently doing a a series of this. Mm. Like he's getting like a, a Hulu series or something about this. I think about what? Which okay. about Time Bandits? Oh, Taika Time Wait- Bandits. Okay, and which I I'm so over. I'm stoked about. Which maybe we'll get more banditry. Which again, <laughs> I'm using. I'm. I don't know if that's a real word, but you guys understand it, so it, it is a word. Be. So, so, so my, um, my, my favorite quote in the whole movie was, and I wrote it down, was the 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 head the head little person, and I, I don't know who that actor yep. was, but he was awesome. Um, we agreed. I only knew one of them. We agreed. No leaders. So shut up and do as I say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, the one with the mustache was Kenny Baker. That's the yes. only one that I knew. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, why do you think it was only John Cleese and? Michael, uh, Michael Palin. Michael Palin. Because um, they were the. It's a good question. Because I, I mean, was there just some like falling out, or because I mean Terry Jones and Terry Gilliam were the directors. I forgot. Yeah. It, it's Shelley Duvall. Oh my God, I forgot. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I, maybe because they they were doing other projects at the time. They were. Hmm. I mean, Eric. I don't. I. I don't know. Because it they if all of them were a part of it, it would have been a Python movie. Like it would have been, oh, you're gonna go right. see the new Python movie. Because this was as opposed this, to, oh no no, it's not one of those. A Python yeah. movie. It was. Oh, it's his own thing. Yeah. It's definitely and you know and I, mean, I the whole thing when he said nipples for men, I was, whoa. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. And no and no CGI. It was all model work or like like the giant with the hat with the with the. Um, Ship for with a, hat. a ship on his head. Oh my God! And he looked. He looked so large. The way it was, they slowed it down. The way he was walking. It. 
he mm-hmm. looked enormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's some something that's really lived in. Yep. With it, like when it's like, and, and it just looks tangible. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I just, I think that that it just looks right. It like it just looks like you know something's really there. Yep. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I liked it. As as opposed, to, you know, as opposed to CG, sometimes sometimes CG just gets so much. It's like eh, I don't really. Yeah. I, this is fake. Whereas even though I know that it's fake, like it's a fake model, it just still there's like, way, weight but, to it. You know, the the giant just looked real. Yeah. I don't know. It's about like going his back to flesh. Well, I mean, he just looked real. It was that. That's like the, the you're saying like the practical effects thing. It's kind of like the the way. I mean, going back to Prince Valiant for a second. It's the way everything had weight, like the the sword fight at the end, that felt real, and you wouldn't get that in mm-hmm. a modern movie. Except I couldn't figure right. out, had I been doing that sword fight, I would have lasted about 37 seconds with yeah, that Yeah, because it goes on for... And then I'm, my arm's like, I can't I can't lift my arms anymore, folks. I'm sorry, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it went on and on and on. Yeah. But, so... This is where we come to the point where, Dad, you you've you haven't seen all the movies that we've been watching, but um, we can get you up to speed. Yeah, let's. <laughs> so let's let's pick. Let's do the worst one. So the, I would I would vote that the, the worst one of the three that we watched was mine. I would probably agree with that. I, I, I would agree. I am. Okay. Um, I just Lucas pick a starting. Okay, and we'll go down. So for Twilight, I think I liked Inkart more. I'll, um, yep, yep. I think Twilight was better than Dragonfire. It was. Yep. All right, perfect. That was a lot easier than I anticipated. <laughs> no, that, no, that, that's, I don't feel bad about putting it there. I don't think it's, it was definitely not the worst thing that we've seen. I think that looks about mid-range right now. I think yeah. mid-range is, is yep. fine. Dad, what do you think? Have you, have, did no, you see Encart? I'm actually going to have to take myself out of this vote because I haven't seen okay. the atrocious movies and the good movies that, the the two of you have yeah. seen. Uh, okay. So okay. I'm gonna, well, we're, we're gonna, I, I, I we're can gonna only put... rank the three that we've looked at. So all right. Well, did you did I'll you? Uh... So 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 the three that we've looked at. So so the, okay, Lucas. Uh, yes, I would put Twilight in between Incart and Dragonfire. Okay. Dad, what uh, what's what's uh, what's the order? Three, two, or one, two, three. Okay. So I agree that watching these, that Twilight is probably three. And I'm having mm-hmm. a really hard time between Time Bandits and and Prince Valiant because they're so different. And if I if I watch if I rank this with a nine year old's head, I would say Prince Valiant was one and Time Bandits was two. But now that I'm looking at them, because to me Time Bandit is so deep and so there's there's so much going on with it even though there's flaws i would have to say that time bandits is one and prince valiant is two but that's just me i think i i think time bandits is probably the better movie but i think i had mm-hmm. more fun watching prince yep. valiant but i do think i got to go with with time bandits being the better one what do you think about that lars so you're saying time bandits is the better movie i think time bandits is the better movie i just think that prince valiant was a little say bit more it's a fun better movie it's I don't know. There's just there's just so much going on with it. Where there, there, there's there, yeah. Where, where Prince Valiant was when it was made, you know, it was very I won't say stock, but there's a you know there's a certain storyline and and you kind of yeah, know yeah. where it's yeah. gonna go. And with Time Bandits, you didn't know where the hell it was going. Mm-hmm. I think in that that instance, then I, I would say Time Bandits 
Prince Valiant, yeah, Twilight. I'd agree. Um, I would put both Time Bandits and Prince Valiant high on our yep. list. Yep. So let's so, let's start with Prince Valiant then. Where what's what's a good spot for you, Lars? What, what's what's your first thought? I was gonna say between Python and Dragonheart. Yeah, because I think Python. To be honest, no, because Python has a similar feel, but it I think it's a, a little bit better than uh, than Dragonheart. I think it's a lot more fun. Prince Valiant yeah. is a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Time Bandits then. Start in between Stardust and Beowulf. Yeah, Beowulf. I don't know why that's still so high. We've just been watching a lot of crap. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That, but we haven't gotten up there. So that's why I was excited when, like, time minutes. I'm like, all right, yep, that's at least going to be top three. Yeah, no, I, I think I would agree yes. with you on that one. I, um, I I would call that good. Yeah, no, because, I mean, okay, so just look. So I'd say you could stop at, like, right now our current 10 is never any story. Now I guess it's 12, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we're saying Time Bandits is our new number three. We're saying that um, Valiant Prince is no- Valiant is number is seven. Is going to be number seven. No, yeah. Wow. Wait. Number eight. Number eight. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's eight. Um, and then Twilight then puts that fourteen. Four, thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. Thirteen or fourteen. Okay. So yeah. So I I really really enjoyed the two that were enjoyable. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did. But if you if you look down never after never ending story, yeah, it's just garbage. That is just that's that's I'd my say that's cart, why I'd say right in cart. But even then, but I'm I'm saying that's why Beowulf has been up so high is that the bulk of our list has been yeah nonsense. Yeah. So we'll eventually <laughs> push it up, bring more in. Yeah, yeah, the... like. You know, yes, objectively, Beowulf is better than um, P-51 Dragonfighter. <laughs> but what is it? But, yeah. Yeah. But, well, right now I can't do the math, but at least 17 more movies yeah. are better. <laughs> and it's, and uh, what isn't and what it, isn't better than P-51 Dragonfighter? The Warrior and the Sorceress. And, wait. Yeah. Dwarves it, of Demerol? Oh, because it's two different, yeah, it's got had two different titles. Oh, God. The Dwarves of Dragon Mountain. Yep, was so bad. So bad. So bad. Um, Dad, what'd you think? What did I think about... This, this experience. uh, You know, going and watching... I really enjoyed this. I I apologize for not being as prepared as you are. (laughs) Because I really wasn't sure what I had to do. So now I know, if you ever invite me back... um, I will do a, a, a better synopsis of the movie that I picked. No, you did a you did a great synopsis no, of it, like and, it. And, and you could there, 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 well, there, there's been some that you can that you go on and on about, and there's some that you don't. Yeah. Um, there's I been mean, a couple where we stopped to talk about Star Trek for half an hour. Yeah. Most of the time, it's just been they're terrible movies, yeah. and that's like I just don't want to talk about these anymore. No, <laughs> um, I, the, the the movie that I picked, I I, I loved that movie as a child. And I, when I watched it again, I realized, wow, I still like this movie. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's silly. It's comic book, but it's, but it's a, you know, it's good versus evil, good guy versus bad guy, and there's sword fighting, and it, and it's really good sword fighting. So, I, yeah, I enjoyed that. But I enjoyed this whole process, and I get to talk to my two sons, and that's the <laughs> best part of this whole thing. Oh. <laughs> I hated this, and I don't want to ever do this again. <laughs> uh, so, 
there's that. Yes. <laughs> so there's that. Lars, where can our listeners find us on the internet? They can find us on Twitter at Sword in Boardcast. Um, I will be updating the list on Letterboxd that we have as soon as this episode is, is posted. And I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did, because this was a lot of fun. Um, Dad, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you so much for inviting me, and I hope you invite me again. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to work on my list of movies. We won't. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to invite Lucas next time. I know, right? <laughs> this is going to be a solo. <laughs> because apparently nobody watches these. And, <laughs> and if this is just a big prank yeah. to get... Lucas, have you actually watched any of the movies that we've? I'm just really good at ad libbing. <laughs> right, <laughs> you could you, you could you could pick up on context clues, yeah. and and and, so, and you just pull up Wikipedia yeah. and like just have like you go ever to town. Thought about actually posting not just the podcast but the video feed of all of this. Oh God, no! It gets pretty yeah, racy. Yeah, it, really it, it, it gets pretty. No. It gets pretty racy. Oh yeah, no. To be honest, <laughs> and you know, you know, we don't really. <laughs> People, people uh, don't need to see that. Yeah. No, I really, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you, thank thank you, you for joining much. us, Dad. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Right. Well. Have a good night. Right. Good night. Good night. Good night.